Skeletor! I have returned triumphant in my escape from prison! My escape was a thing of utter genius, achievable only by someone of my cunning and intellect. You said you kicked a guard in the shin. Yes! I had a more long-term escape plan involving cultivating kudzu grass, industrial strength fertilizer, and inevitable entropy, but a better opportunity presented itself and I seized it! So that explains how you got out of the prison, but that doesn't explain how you made it all the way back to Snake Mountain by yourself. I tattered my cowl and chest harness, and then donned a fake mustache. A blacksmith was traveling this way and was willing to give me a ride. Well, he was willing to give Zelator the Woodsman a ride. <laughs> that was the clever false name I came up with. That's a terrible fake name. But more importantly, how did anyone buy this disguise? Like, no one else on this entire planet looks even remotely like you. You look unmistakable. Literally unmistakable. It's true, no one else possesses my innate good looks, but I believe what fooled him was my impeccable accent work. I'm an amber woodcutter, I am. That's certainly an accent. Impressive, isn't it? I mean, on some level. Almost as impressive as what I have in store for all of you this week on Garden Plots with Skeletor. I have graciously given you the opportunity to ask me all of the questions that you have been burning to ask the mighty Skeletor. In this episode, you will finally have the answers you have longed to hear. Question 1. Are you going to give Riley a raise? Good question. The answer is no. There, answered. I should have let Beastman eat all of your plants while you were gone. Perhaps next time you will plan accordingly and consider prevenge instead of waiting to be wronged and then trying to get me back like a Johnny-come-lately. So it's my fault for not just assuming the worst of you? Yes, obviously. Fine, next time you're gone, you can say goodbye to your pink princess philodendron. Ah, but I'm expecting it now. Prevenge, Riley. Prevenge is always better than revenge. Ugh, you sound like my nana. Exactly. Listen to your elders. Now for another listener question. Where do you like to shop? Like to shop? Do people like doing that? I guess that explains why we never see you out running errands. I very much doubt you and I frequent the same stores. You probably shop at some dimly lit pit of a place where all of the clothing is black and covered in branding. Ha! <laughs> You've totally been to the mall. Yes, I do leave the house, you know, even if I don't care for shopping. If I must pick a place I enjoy purchasing instead of stealing or swindling my way into possessions, there is a rare orchid purveyor online that's quite good. And I have a nail polish subscription box that's acceptable, but I want to make it clear that that was not something I purchased for myself. It was an Arbor Day gift from my minions. That was nice of them. Hardly. I specifically hinted at which pair of gardening galoshes I wanted, although given the frequency with which they bungle other things, I should hardly be surprised that they stayed true to form. Maybe it was their way of suggesting you change nail polish colors, finally. You only ever wear black. Yes, because the aesthetic, Riley. Besides, as magnificent as I look in everything, I don't think that I can wear Teal the Cows Come Home or Grape Expectations or Thinking of Blue. The orange shimmerin' that clashes with everything. That's why I just color my nails with a sharpie. Yes, well, we can't all be an edgy youth with a black marker and a point to prove. And stop doing that, the fumes are bad for you. It's easier than nail polish, it takes forever to dry. Of course, when you could better spend that time, what, 
Snapchatting or Instagramming with your peers, they dry in five minutes. Not if you buy the cheap stuff. I'm not made of nail polish money. Fine. You can have my what's the puce and move in on up. I was never going to wear those anyway. If you were a nail polish color, what would your name be? No, I will not be answering any impromptu questions. Properly submitted questions only. You would be... or kidding around. I don't hate that. To be clear, I do not like it, but I don't hate it. With you, that's sort of the best case scenario. Moving on from Riley showing off her pun game, how did Riley get this job? Why are you asking? Are you trying to be a replacement? If so, please send all resumes to Snake Mountain HR. Ha. I am irreplaceable. Hardly. Extremely. I made the passwords for all the audio accounts. Hmm. I suppose I shouldn't kill you just yet. You mean fire. I meant what I said. Whatever, you big softy. When did you ever kill anyone? I have done things that you are not old enough to hear. Uh Uh-huh. And when will I be old enough? Um, middle age, probably. God, it's going to be something boring that old people care about. Did you cheat on your taxes or forget to send a thank you note to your nana or something? No previews. You'll find out when you turn 45 and no sooner. Whatever. You're just a parody of evil. I'm not a parody of evil. I am evil. Really? Your mug says Teevil on it. Is that so people know that the tea you're drinking is evil too? It was on sale. At Bad Pun's Crap Bin? Ha! No, that's a made-up store. It's actually not. The mall has gotten weird. I am not discussing the mall anymore with you. When adults discuss the mall, that is letting the teenagers win, and I will not pander to you just because you are young and hip and flush with possibilities and thus a reminder of our impending mortality. Next question! But you never answered this one. (sighs) Send your applications for Sound Minion to Snake Mountain HR, 1313 Snake Mountain Drive, Eternia. No, they asked what I did to deserve the punishment of working here. Nope, not about you. Moving on. Next question. Are you single? I am in a monogamous relationship with evil. And plants. Dude, it's not monogamy. Fine, I'm in a polygamous triad with evil and plants. What? Are you shocked that I know what a polygamous triad is? Frankly? Yes. Very. More importantly, grossed out. You think I can't know these things? That I'm not up on the lingo, the parlance of our times? Please just stop. Teenagers didn't invent the idea of relationships, you know. Where do you think you came from? Ugh, no! Why would you make me think about that? Because I'm evil. We've covered this multiple times. Evil, yeah, I know. But you should shake it up a bit. Flashier, less mentally scarring sort of evil. Ooh, I've got it. Your nail polish should be radishing in red. Red does not flatter my colors. I'm a spring. Now, on to the next listener question. Are you a morning person or an evening person? Morning. I prefer to be up with the sun. Most of my minions are still asleep, so there's a peace that comes before any of them are awake. Whiplash starts blaring music immediately upon waking, and Beastman usually starts hacking up the first hairball of the day somewhere around 10am, which is very much the point at which my day starts to go downhill. So before that is preferred. Ugh, mornings. 
That's a strong stance to have on a part of the day that you likely haven't experienced in the last several years. And I'm trying to keep it that way. Did someone say good morning to you once and you've just never gotten over it? You're just jealous because you can't stay up past 9pm. How would you know that? Beastman told me you can't remember the end of any movie from movie nights because you start snoring 30 minutes in. Well, if we would start at a reasonable time instead of 8.30 like wild beasts. And besides, I don't care what happened at the end of An Officer and a Gentleman. I'm sure both Officer and Gentleman lived happily ever after. I'm just saying, Night Owls rule. A stance you hold in all your youthful ignorance. One day, Riley, you will see a sunrise, on purpose or through happenstance, and you will feel some small sense of enjoyment. And in that moment, you will know you are no longer the hip young person you once were. Never gonna happen. Night owls forever. Night is for watering plants, preparing for the next day's evil schemes, and avoiding being anywhere near Whiplash's interminable jam band rehearsals. Wait, I've got it. Your nail polish color is Hoya Doing. I would rather read a draft of Beastman's novel than hear that phrase ever again. Moving on. A listener asks, Why do you keep your minions around if they're so bad at everything? Well, I don't know what sort of hiring paradise you live in, listener, but my minions, as terrible as they are, and they are terrible, are easily the best I've had over the course of my eviling career. Good help may be hard to find, but I assure you that evil help is equally, if not more, difficult to find. Jeez, what were your other minions like? No, I refuse to think about Twistoid ever again. Next question. Ah, finally, something about plants. I got a basil plant with dreams of fresh pesto, and it's gotten leggy, and the leaves are tiny. What do I do? Yes, many think herbs can just be left to their own devices, but that is for layabouts and fools. You must pinch back or prune just below where you see new leaves forming. You will get a bushier, fuller plant, which means more leaves, which means more pesto, which means you will be the envy of all who failed to care adequately for their herbs and now must make do with but a few meager basil leaves for their pasta salad. Cruelty to basil is your key to victory at all the summer barbecues you attend. And it'll show Hordak. No one likes his under-seasoned watermelon basil gazpacho anyway. Ugh, yeah. Gazpacho? More like gazpacho. What would you know about Hordak's gazpacho? Nothing. I just meant, in general, that watermelon gazpacho needs a lot of seasoning. Definitely don't know anything about Hordak. We'll be grateful for that. Although you may be unfortunate enough to meet him soon, he's supposed to be arriving from Etheria and will be staying for several weeks. I didn't want to play host, but when Horde Prime offers you use of their insane weapony device... I didn't come up with the name, that's what he calls it. In exchange for letting Hordak stay with you for a few weeks while preparing to mount another attack on the Princesses of Power, you accept it. No. Yes, exactly. I don't want him in this evil fortress, but we've worked together in the past, and it pays to keep some allies on another world as a bolt hole. He's an atrocious house guest. His obnoxious sports cologne takes weeks to air out. Oh god. When's he arriving? Sometime next week. Hopefully he'll stay out of our way while podcasting, although I wouldn't hold my breath. He's allergic to minding his own business. Tell me about it. What was that? Uh, just this listener question. 
You're trapped on a desert island, and you can only take three things with you. Havoc staff. With that, I can easily escape the island. Ha! Solved. That's not the point. You aren't supposed to try and win the getting-to-know-you questions. Would they really be getting to know me if I wasn't winning? Yes. Rhetorical. That was rhetorical. Can't be rhetorical if you're wrong. I'm never wrong. You certainly think you aren't. Ooh, your nail polish should be, take a sage out of my book. Nope. How about, I'm a big deal? How about, next question. From Riley's mom. My question is, when is he coming to dinner? Never. Agreed. I have a busy overlording schedule and can't make time for social calls and dining table small talk. Mom's going to keep asking until you say yes, though. Just FYI. I think I can outlast your mother's goodwill. I don't know. She's pretty stubborn. And Dad loves cooking for people. Like, he is weirdly excited to show off his bread-baking skills, so expect to be offered a lot of rolls at dinner. Why are you giving me pointers about dealing with your family, whom I have never and will never meet? It's just information. I'm not going to dinner. Nope, never said you were. I'm just saying, a lot of roles. Besides, I find dinner parties awkward and tiresome. You? I'm shocked. I'm well aware that you're being sarcastic, but I'm not going to devote any more of my time to discussing an imaginary dinner with your parents in which we will all have to sit around and look proudly at you and ask about your plans for the future, etc. And to aid us in moving away from this domestic fantasy, another listener question. Wait, I've got it. Your nail polish color is pansy meeting you here. I'm going to settle this now. My nail polish color is pothos and drama. You say that like it already exists. Do you have a secret line of nail polishes? Plans within plans, Riley. Next question. Do you sleep in pajamas or in the nude? That is none of your business. But as you have bothered to write in, I will answer it this one time. Riley, cover your ears. I can't do that and also do my job. If I could, believe me, I would only ever do that. Fine, but this is highly inappropriate. <clears throat> Silk pajama pants, no top. Ugh, just not going to think about it. Yes, let's just move on. This one came while you were in prison. It was delivered by an anthurium. How? I don't know. It bloomed and it was there on the petals. You tell me. Oh, by the curly toe hairs of Excelsior. This is from Perfuma, isn't it? I didn't open your mail. Ah, respecting the closely guarded privacy of Skeletor. Good. Oh, no, I just assume people probably mail you poison and stuff. You seem like you collect a lot of enemies. Hmm, it is true. I have many jealous and conniving rivals. And when exactly did you learn what an anthurium is? Have you actually been paying attention? No, I just accidentally learned something. Well, I wish you had accidentally lost this missive instead, but here we are. Hello, Skeletor. I just wanted to see how you were doing. I haven't heard from you since our... date. I told you it was a date! Congratulations. For once, you were not wrong about something. Enjoy the novelty! As I was saying before your interruption, I haven't heard from you since our date. I was worried you might have sprained your ankle when you tripped while running away from me. I was not running! Well, I was, but I wasn't running away. I mean, I was running away, but not like that! 
I think you must be okay. You haven't mentioned anything about it on the podcast, but I just wanted to say that I enjoyed our time together. It was special to get to share time with someone who loves plants as much as I do. I'd like to spend more time together sometime soon. I don't know if you are interested, but I just feel like I really get you, and we have a special plant connection. I don't want to lose that. If you'd like to get together again, just reach out. Perfuma. No one gets Skeletor away! And Skeletor just left. I don't know what's happening, but that's strangely starting to feel normal. Right. I normally deliver that line while running, so I guess I just... Well, anyway. No one gets Skeletor. I am an enigma wrapped in a mystery, wrapped in... Uh, in... Bubble wrap. No. Bubble gum? No. Bubbles. Are you kidding? No. Wrapped in... Skin, I guess. With... One notable exception. And leather, which is also skin. And fur, which is also skin. The more I think about it, it starts to feel weird. Oh, I'd go with bubblegum. That's very sticky. But for some reason, it doesn't feel weirder than leather right now. What's the next question? Um, here. Do you name all of your plants? They have to earn their name, but there is an initiation ceremony once they have earned a title for themselves. What do they do to earn their names? Different things. Bodrak killed a man. I don't believe you. Seriously? Well, it turns out he was allergic, but still, it counts. Can you even be allergic to a Calathea? Ask the poor man's widow. I can't believe a man died. Look, fine. They revived him in the hospital, but he was legally dead for two minutes, which is long enough to give Bodrak a kill count. And that is why I do not just name them willy-nilly. That's how you get awful names like Sir Prickles, or Star Child, or Riley. You did that on purpose, and so I'm not actually going to be offended. Mm, you still should be. Any ZZ plant would be lucky to be a Riley. You just knew a type of plant! That wasn't a rubber plant! You like plants! Look, don't get too excited. It was written on the labeling placard under this one right in front of me. Still, you like it, or you wouldn't be looking at it. I don't like it. I just respect its aesthetic. Mm-hmm. And how is your rubber plant doing? Actually really great. Not that it wasn't great before. It's, um, it's doing really very, surprisingly, not surprisingly, totally expectedly well. It's got three new leaves coming in. Is it? Maybe your rubber plant needs a minion plant. Yeah, you think? Well, since your rubber plant is doing well, against the massive odds of being your plant... I must grudgingly admit that you might be ready to expand your plant army. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's going super great. So glad that that's why you think I can have another plant. You're being weird again. Don't be weird. Be evil. Like me. I will be going to the nursery later to collect some things. I want to go. No, you would ask tiresome questions and annoy the plants. Fine, I'll go by myself and buy a plant. I forbid it. You'd choose a terrible plant. Texting my mom right now. Fine. You can come and look at plants and I will instruct you on which one to choose. But once Trapjaw and Beastman create a diversion, you have to be able to keep up. I'm not stealing a plant. All right, but Trapjaw made that mistake once and the nursery owners expected him to pay for everything we stole as well. Hmm. 
trust me, I do not pay you enough to cover what I can purloin in one dash through a nursery. But I hate sprints. Sprints are the worst. Well then you had better come up with a really good diversion. You've got until this afternoon. I don't want to go to prison. Then don't come up with a bad diversion. And finally, last question. Which is your favorite plant in your collection? I don't have a favorite. And that has been Garden Plots with Skeletor. Whatever, you have a favorite of everything. You have a favorite spoon for ice cream. I don't have a favorite plant. They are all doing their best. Well, except one of them, which is being an impossibly intractable disaster that frustrates me daily. But aside from one incorrigible peace lily that has yet to break under my care and give in to the greatness it's destined for, they are all excellent plants. I think you're just saying that. I think you don't want to hurt your plant's feelings. I can't stop you from entertaining whatever delusions you choose to labor under. You don't want the other plants to know that Bodrak is your favorite. That's absurd. Bodrak is perfectly respectable, but I don't like her more than I like Malpheus or Vexinian or any of the others. I'm so glad you don't have kids. You're so bad with names. There's nothing I'm bad at. You're pretty bad at lying because Bodrak is definitely your fave. She has her own custom-painted pot that has her name on it in calligraphy. You also keep a photo on your desk of you with your arm around her. It's ironic. It's not what irony means. We learned about it in English class. Nope, the podcast is over now. You have begun to pedant, and while I will tolerate a great deal from your teenage strops and moods, I draw the line at having linguistic terms explained to me by a child. I'm not a child. That's exactly what a child would say. Now sit there and think about your diversion for the nursery. And you, listeners, sit there and think about how you will return in two weeks for more Garden Plots with Skeletor. So, I had a little time since I was finished editing, and I realized I actually have a recording of when I first started working here. So, let me take you back many months ago. Is it recording? Am I on the internets? Uh, yes. Do I sound good? You sound like you always sound. Excellent. What do these little wave bars do? They, they mean that you are going to go swimming soon. You have no idea, do you? Nope. Hmm. We need a youth. I'll order one. Hello, yes, high school? Sure, I know there is more than one. Which one is this? Yes, fine, that will do. Send me someone from your AV club. No? Anti-bullying moved to close the dork clubs. Fine, go to study hall and send me whoever is looking at their phone. They'll do. What? Yes, sure this is an approved internship. Sure. Look, just take my word for it, or I'll turn your house into Swiss cheese. I've got a machine that will do that, and we've got a heat wave coming, so think wisely. So, now you know. To think I could have avoided all of this if I'd let words with friends wait until the end of study hall. Anyway, regrets are for other people, as Nana always says. Usually right before she pulls a weapon from her girdle. Anyway, come back next time for more Skeletor, more me, and hopefully, none amounts of Hordak. Garden 
Plots with Skeletor is written by Marissa Bond and Megan Bob and edited by Dan Mulcairn. Our theme song is Daydream by Rafael Medina, and our logo was created by Kit Mulcairn. Skeletor is played by Dan Mulcairn. Riley is played by Kit Mulcairn. Beastman is played by Rafael Medina. Additional music from filmmusic.io by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com used under a Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 international license. He-Man and the Masters of the Universe and all associated characters are property of their owners. You can reach us at gardenplotswithskeletor at gmail.com, on Tumblr at gardenplotswithskeletor.tumblr.com, or on Twitter at garden underscore plots. You can donate to Skeletor Schemes on Ko-fi at ko-fi.com slash gardenplotswithskeletor. Thank you for listening.